seasons of the Father which has put in his own power. Verse 8, but you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you to be my witnesses, both in Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the earth. Hallelujah. And so there was, they, they were in crisis. And crisis demand, demanded a witness. <laughs> crisis demanded a witness. They were, they were looking for, for a correction or something to change in their natural world, in their world. And, and God's, God's ways are higher. And, and God knew the only way to change the natural has to come through the spiritual. And if it's going to come through the spiritual, then the weapons of our warfare, they're not carnal, but they are mighty through God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so that witness, that voice, hallelujah. The word witness means an estimation. I'm not saying the word right, but it's a, a, a declaration of the fact or event, a testimony, one that gives evidence, one who testifies in a cause or before a judicial tribunal, one asked to be present for a, at a transaction so they're able to testify uh, to its having taken place. One who has personal knowledge of something. Something serving as evidence or proof. Public affirmation by word or example. Hallelujah. You and I, the body of Christ, is called to be a witness. To declare by public affirmation of the transforming power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Of the miracle working power of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. In God's word. Amen. In God's faith that cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Releasing those 12. Releasing those 120. Releasing those 3,000 and multitudes by the word of their testimony. Hallelujah. Was able. Able. And it was God's plan to bring miracles signs and wonders to the world to bring to bring a force uh, of of transition to the the spirit of darkness that's trying to overcome this world revelation 12 and 10 says i heard a loud voice in heaven now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of god and the power of christ for the accuser of our brethren is cast down which accused them before our god day and night hallelujah there's a crisis in the world there's a crisis in humanity there's a crisis for the soul but it says here and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb hallelujah he could he he alone he alone could do something for us that we could not do for ourselves hallelujah but it doesn't stop there and by the word of their testimony hallelujah and they love not their lives unto death that word testimony uh, or witness same word martis <laughs> a martyr willing to die willing to die for the testimony of Christ all believing it to the point of death 
believing it to the point of your very soul that it was by that word of faith it was by the word of God it was by the declaration of Jesus Christ hallelujah that brought the change and the transformation to our lives hallelujah and they overcame by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony overcame they conquered they carried to victory they came off victorious hallelujah you want victory you want to come off victorious you want to be an overcomer there's going to have to be a voice of testimony that flows out of our mouth that declares in our life that declares in our lifestyle that declares in all that we do that god is real amen the power of his spirit is transforming Hallelujah. The power of the witness, that word, the the voice, they overcame him by the word, the logos. The word, the spirit and truth. It's the word, it's the logos. Amen. There's something about the word. Pastor, uh, uh, he quoted the scripture that says that he's able to speak those things that are not as though they were. The Logos, God manifested himself. In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh. Hallelujah. The power of the word. It says in the beginning there was, there was a void. There was darkness. The, 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 the waters, there was the face of the deep. There was nothing. But the spirit of God was there. And the Bible says, and God said, let there be light. The spoken word of light coupled with the spirit of God took nothing, amen, and brought forth everything. Hallelujah. That principle was in Genesis chapter 1. And that principle is throughout the word of God and that principle is hovering over us this morning. Amen. It is it is it is challenging the church, the body of Christ today. There's not another method, there's not another way. Amen. There's not another plan to bring form, bring forth transformation to this world that is under crisis. Hallelujah. The, the, the power of the word of God that is able, amen, when you speak the word of God. What's happening this morning is not confined to this building, amen. There's something powerful in the spirit. There's a transforming power. There is an authority that goes forth into the atmosphere. There is a jurisdiction of the spirit that's being declared in the heavens, hallelujah. Hallelujah. We need a revelation. You need a revelation of the power of the Spirit. You need a revelation of the power of the Word of God. Jesus said, "You said, don't worry about it, Peter. Don't worry about it, John. Don't worry about what's happening in this life. I've got it under my hand. I've got that time and season. I've got that calendar all figured out. I've got the, he's on the throne this morning. He's not worried about the banks. He's not worried about the, 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 the sickness and disease he's not he's not worried about all the 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 new world order and all of those things that are to be all of those things that are forecast and and the world is in crisis hallelujah 
But God is on the throne, and if his church can get a revelation of the power of the witness, the church that needs to get a revelation of the power of the word, the church that needs to get a revelation of that when I go into my job, when I stand in my home, that when I go to here or there, that I'm not just bringing my this old body that's getting older every day, but I'm bringing a voice of the Spirit. I'm exercising a jurisdiction in the the Holy Ghost that wherever my feet go, wherever my voice will speak, there is a declaration that this belongs to God, that he, his kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. All oh, the weapons, amen. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, clap your hands. <laughs> hallelujah. The power of the witness, that tr truth, that cuts, that double-edged sword, it's able to pierce, amen. The darkness, the Bible says that Satan is the prince and the power of the air. So when I speak, when you speak, when you declare the word of God, when you, in, in that word of truth, in that, in that spirit of love for, for, the, for the lost, hallelujah, you are piercing the darkness. You are, you are cutting through that, that darkness, amen. That light is beginning to pierce the heart. That, that light is beginning to pierce that darkness, amen. That, that now, that, that darkness, that blood, Blinds the heart of that individual. That darkness that brings a hopelessness to people's lives and emptiness. <laughs> I'm not here by my own goodness. I'm, I'm not here by my own good, good deeds. Amen. North side was where I was where I facilitated activity, but it wasn't in the house of God. It was in other places that are in this area that I spent a lot of time with as a young teenager and young adult. But out, I'm a witness of the power of the word of God. I'm a witness of the Holy Ghost believers believing it with all their heart and all their soul. I'm a witness of the power of a Bible study. I'm a witness of the power of love of the body of Christ loving me, seeking after me, finding me when I went astray. Oh, Hallelujah. I'm preaching to myself today. I need to be reminded of God's willingness to do something today. Hallelujah. The Bible says that he added to the church daily such as should be saved. Hallelujah. He wants to pour out his spirit today. He wants to bring a revelation and, and light to people's hearts today. Amen. He wants someone to know that there is hope. Hallelujah, that you are not in a hopeless situation. That you are seemingly in a cycle that just you have good days and then it's bad and then you just can't get out of that trap. Oh, but I'm here to tell someone by the authority of the Holy Ghost and by the power of the Word of God that God is able to work those things for good. That God is able to transform. That when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit... For the word of God, Hebrews 4 and 12, is quick and powerful. 
and sharper than any two-edged sword. Hallelujah. Piercing even the dividing of sunder of soul and spirit, joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intent of the heart. That's talking about a word that's able to penetrate my psyche and my ways and and my habits and, and the things that I do that are perpetual. And he's able to get right into the heart and give us a new heart and give us a new spirit. And bring restoration, amen, to restore us back to the original place that God intended for you and I to be. Oh, hallelujah. And you and I have been asked to be a part of that, that work, amen, I, I, it, by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony, Right? When someone is silent in a crime and he knows the wrong and, and they, they become complicit, even sometimes they become a, an accomplice to the crime. So if I stay silent, and I'm not talking about arrogance or self-righteousness, but when I stay silent and by the, by, because the spirit of fear and intimidation that we all have to face, Paul said, I pray that Lord would give me a spirit of utterance, utterance that I may speak the words as I ought to speak. I don't want to be complicit. I don't want to be accomplice, amen. Not, not, we're not talking about the criminal, but we're talking about the crime. Just, just no, well, just, just, just ignoring it. I don't want to be an aiding and abetting the wrongdoer. Oh, but I want to love the wrongdoer. I want to give hope to the wrongdoer. I want to go to that wrongdoer and say, there's a better way. Oh, I was a beggar just like you. I was a lost just like you. Oh, but one day I found Jesus. One day he found me. One day, hallelujah, he came to where I was. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 2 Corinthians 4 and 1 says, Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, we have received mercy, we faint not. But we renounce the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, not handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God by manifestation of the truth. Well, how is that done? It's done through my life. It's done through my voice. It's done through my lifestyle. It's done through where I go and who I am and what I am to others. And I, it's says commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God I'm offering everyone an opportunity to see there's a better way to live and I'm not preaching myself I'm not preaching anything but Christ and Christ in me the hope of glory hallelujah it's that promise it's that word it's that power working in each of us that can only bring the transformation Hallelujah. And so when someone looks at you, when someone sees you, they may not understand it. They may not. And again, there was a man uh, last week, I can't remember his name, who was in, is in the correctional facility, and, and he said, and I'm giving glory to God, he said, you know, I said, I didn't, he said, I didn't like men. He was telling in front of four other guys or four other prisoners. He said, you know, I had a problem with men. I just I didn't like them. 
didn't want to be around him, had a problem with my dad, but he said something when you came in and you started talking to us, there was something different. There was something different about it. And I said, well, thank you, but let me explain the thank you. It's not me, but it's the Holy Spirit working through me that you're feeling, that you're recognizing. Yes, they may see you, but really they're seeing Christ in you. For 2 Corinthians 4 and 4, in, in whom the God of this world, but verse 3, but if the gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not. I was blind. Hallelujah. Oh, this world is in crisis. They are blind. But I can thank God. I, I don't understand it all. I don't have, I, we says we, we see in part, we understand in part, but we see Jesus. And I see Jesus working, amen, in the fab, fabric of these calamities and crises that are happening in the world. God allowing these things to happen. Because God is love, and so he's not going to bring, he's not going to bring these things to teach you a lesson, but he'll allow it, knowing the end of it will bring forth life. And weaving in the midst of the collapse of economy and governments and systems, amen, and things that the world has put their trust in, it leaves a door wide open for the body of Christ to declare, hallelujah, the truth of the word of God. The, the door that is open, Paul said, there is an effective door oh, opened unto me. Yes, many adversaries. Yes, many voices that are contrary. But the voice of God is able. I've got authority that he will override every other voice in this world. If you and I, if the body of Christ is willing to stand firm and to declare it without fear or without favor, amen, that whosoever will would come, amen, that we are no respecter of persons, young, old, amen, rich or poor, they all need this word. I want to commit my heart to loving whomever God will send me to, whoever God will direct you to, that we would love them with the love of Christ. Lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves, your servants, for Christ's sake, who God, for God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness has shined in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of the glorious God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels. Hallelujah. The treasure is in the earthen vessels. This flesh is no good. I have no confidence in my flesh. Paul said, oh, wretched, wretched man that I am. Who will deliver me from the body of this death? I thank God through Christ Jesus. It's by the grace of God that I am able to stand here and declaring the word of God that the excellency of the power may be of God and not us. Oh, hallelujah. Let's not get confused where it comes from. Let's not God get messed up on the thought about it it's Christ in us amen it's the flow of the spirit it's God using you as a dead vessel to be a conduit to the lost 
Look at what happens in Acts chapter 9, verse, Acts chapter 9, we see a man by the name of Saul. Saul that has, as, as letters, ready to bring and drag people out of their houses for them preaching Jesus. They were in crisis. Hallelujah. You know the world's in crisis? You're waiting things to get back to normal. You're waiting for just to have your, your, your I, I'm not waiting for things to go back to normal, whatever that may be. Uh, I, I, uh, I'm learning, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing it more every day that I'm just a foreigner. I'm just a stranger in this world, just passing through. Oh, that song, I wish I could sing. I'm not going to sing. The world goes strangely dim. Oh, oh, the things of this world. What's the word? I love my wife. She looks at me. What's it? Turn your eyes upon Jesus. What? And his wonder, what is it? And his wonderful ways. And his wonderful face. Thank you, Sister Roberts. For his wonderful face. Keep my eyes face on him. For the things of this world. Go strangely dim. And the light of the glorious gospel. Glory and love. I don't know when they wrote that song. Maybe it, maybe it seemed strange in the 90s or the 80s or the 70s and the powerful 50s. And we got children of the 60s here. Peace and love. <laughs> we got a few of those in Auburn. <laughs> Peace and love, Ted who doesn't like me talking about the warfare, uh, warfare of Christ, uh, a little different, uh, different warfare. Uh, but this world is growing strangely dim and the light of his glorious gospel. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so Acts chapter 9, we've got Saul, and uh, we see verse 15, the Lord speaking to this man by the name of Ananias, and Ananias is reminding the Lord, Hey, do you know about this guy, Paul? You know, he's, got, he's going to threaten us. He's going to give us trouble. But Jesus said in verse 15, But the Lord said to him, Go thy way, for he is a chosen vessel to me, to bear my name before the Gentiles and the kings and the children of Israel. You don't know who you're talking to every day. I don't know what God has in store for that individual that I may in my mind or in my natural, you know, we, we, we make impressions. That's just kind of in our brain. That's just kind of the flesh. And so, but but I'm, I'm, I'm speaking to an apostle. I'm speaking to to a prophet, I'm speaking to, to an event, I'm speaking to the pastor, I'm, I'm speaking to the Sunday school teacher, I'm speaking to a soul winner, I'm speaking to that, to that lady at the well that's going to win the church, that's going to win the city, amen, I never know that one day, this day, today, I may meet someone that God has plans for him before or she, before they were even born. And so I want to agree with God. I want to be available to the Spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah. I want to be open to his impression upon my heart to go and talk. Hallelujah. He's a chosen vessel, and I will show him how great things he must suffer. And it says, and Ananias went his way and entered into the house and put his hands on him and said, Brother Saul, before anything happened, <laughs> Before any transformation took place, he spoke the word of faith. I know the Lord already dealt with his heart, but he declared by the word of faith, Brother Saul, 
The Lord, even Jesus, had appeared in thee into the way that thou camest, that thou mayest receive thy sight and be filled with the Holy Ghost. That's what Ananias said. Paul didn't say a word, but Ananias said, Brother Saul, and then it says, and he laid hands on him, and immediately there fell from his eyes as it had been scales. And he received sight forwith and arose and was baptized. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus could have done that on the road to Damascus. Right? He could have. Could have filled him with the Holy Ghost. Could have explained the whole gospel to him. Could have done all that right on the road to Damascus. Make sense to me? Jesus, you do it. Sorry. Children of Israel in the promised land, Numbers chapter 13, 14. Moses, it's a land flowing with milk and honey. Everything that you said it was, it's right. But there's giants. There's cities that are big and large. There's walls. We can't do it. God could have just gave it to them, could have wiped those all, everyone out before they even walked into the promised land. But that's not God's design. That's not God's plan, amen? Don't worry about the times or the seasons, Peter and John, but I've got that under my power. But you're going to receive power after the Holy Ghost is upon you. Don't worry, children of Israel. Joshua and Caleb, they understood it. If God's with us, then let's go, amen? Let's fight this battle. It's going to be a battle. You think the enemy's just going to just fall over dead when you go into a city or go into a town or decide to do something in your home or, or we're on the job or have a Bible study in the cafeteria. You think it's just going to be easy? No way. No way, no how. But I've got a promise. If I make a step forward, God's walking with me. I'm yoked together with Jesus Christ. I'm not carrying that weight all by myself, but he's carrying the weight. I'm just in agreement with the God of heaven. I'm just in agreement with the Lord almighty that's what he wants to do he wants to save you shall call his name jesus hallelujah hallelujah this is the word it's not me i know it's the word scales fell off immediately after the word of god was spoken you want miracles not speaking, that's going to happen. It's just not going to happen. I'm not saying you do. Some may think it. Some may want to believe it. Some may want to think, well, let's, let's see. There was someone that wanted to believe that. I think her name was uh, Esther. Esther was in the palace. Esther was the queen. <laughs> Esther had favor <laughs> with the king. <laughs> and, uh, and behind the scenes, Haman was... Creating a crisis for the children of Israel. Haman was seeking ways to destroy the people of God. Again, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to the world system, but you read, hey, come to Purpose Institute, you'll hear a pastor talk about the uh, book of Revelation <laughs> and uh, what's happening and the, the vials and the I don't understand it all. But I do see in there a, a beast, a beast that, that has power to dictate how you operate in the financial, how you operate in the spiritual, how you operate, amen, to go there to and fro. And that there's coming a day where you can't buy or sell unless 
And, and again, we, we see it in Canada that certain preaching, certain words are, 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 are called hate speech. Or, or there's certain places that you can be tried in a world court because you, you are a, uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, you're practicing, I don't know if it's genocide, but there's a word, the, the Hague, there's a world court that if you speaking certain things and against a group, and again, we need to be, Jesus loves everybody. And he, he'll take you where you're at. But he loves you enough to change and transform. So just, just preaching truth, preaching righteousness. The, the enemy, he's, he's, he's going to do it. He's working. <laughs> There's crisis. Just move on. Mordecai, so Mordecai got wind of what was taking place. Mordecai got wind of of of. of the, the winds of change that are taking place in, the, in her world while she was in the palace. And he stood outside the palace with, with sackcloth and ashes. And, and word came to Esther saying that Mordecai is there. He wants to, this is his condition. And, and Esther was trying to say, no, no, here's some clothes. Change your clothes. No, don't worry about these things. No, no, shut up, Mordecai. We're, everything's fine. We're in the palace. I know you. You'll be okay. And Mordecai said, no, I see something in the spirit. I see something working in the spirit. I see something powerful in the atmosphere I, I see amen I see what the adversaries get ready to do we need to awake out of our slumber we need to awake out of our sleep we need to arise to righteousness we need to put on the whole armor of God we're warring every day amen don't be without your armor don't be without your garments amen because the adversary he's alive and he's well amen and I'm not preaching him because I'm preaching Jesus because I know that there are greater greater is he that that's in me than he that's in the world. But, but there is complacency. There is complacency. There is apathy. Within the people of God. Because the word, the commandment came to Esther and said, think not that thyself or that that thou shalt escape in the king's house more than all the Jews. For if thou altogether holdest thy peace this time, then there shall be an enlargement and a deliverance arise to the Jews from another place. Esther, don't, don't, don't get settled in thinking that you're going to escape because you're the queen. You will be found out. If you stay silent. But he said, there will be an enlargement and a deliverance. But thou and thy father's house shall be destroyed. And who knoweth whether thou art come to the kingdom for such a time as this. God's going to have his way. God is going to have his church. Jesus is going to sit on the throne. The kingdom of heaven will reign forever and ever. That stone that pastor talked about some weeks ago that is going to be thrown into that image that's going to take that image and crush it to powder and the wind will blow away. But that 
that stone is going to become, amen, a mountain that will fill all the earth and the heavens, amen, will declare it forever and ever, and his kingdom will have no end. So Esther, if you stay silent, if you just be quiet about it, God's still going to have his way. God's going to lift up another deliverer. God's got, Elijah, I've got 7,000 prophets that you have no idea that I've hid them. Church, God's got something hidden away, and he's, he's got a plan, and, and uh, like to think, well, it's all, it's all on our weight, all on our shoulders. It's not, but there's some weight on your shoulders. There's some responsibility that I have. He to whom much is given, much is required. And so, well, man, I, what can I do? It's not about what you can do. It's about what he can do through you. Hallelujah. And it may seem insignificant. It may seem insignificant. Nehemiah chapter 2, I love this story. Nehemiah chapter, uh, Nehemiah chapter 1, it says about Nehemiah, we're 1 through 3, it says that, that, that he asked one of his friends, Hananiah, when he was in Shushan the palace. So Nehemiah was in Shushan the palace. He had a little bit of a comfy job. He was, he was, he was in bondage, but he was the king's cupbearer. He had some responsibility. He was in the palace. He had favor with the king. But he asked one of his friends, saying, uh, how, how are the children of Israel doing? How's it going at home? And, and have they escaped? Or are they left captive concerning Jerusalem? And his friend said, the, raiment, the remnant of them are left captive in the province, are in great affliction and reproach. And the wall of Jerusalem is broken down, and the gates thereof are burned with fire. This world is on fire. It's not going well. But God, but God has a plan. But God is not wringing his hands today. But the spirit of God is, is working. Hallelujah. God is working. I can tell you, I can tell you that God is working. I know that the, 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 it was in some sectional conferences, Brother Ray in Poughkeepsie, starting a daughter work in, or preaching point in Monticello, and there's a preaching point in Middletown, New York, and there's, there's pre two preaching points in Albany, New York, and, and, and there's, 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 there's a Haitian work that Brother Luma is working on, and, and, and Brother Traub and Herkimer and, 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 uh, and, and Pulaski and, and, and uh, uh, Pickern and, and Messina and these places were not existent some years ago. In Lockport and Jamestown and just over the border in Pennsylvania and, and other little places that the Lord's allowing us to be at. They, they were not there some years ago. God's changing the landscape. How? By the word of God that's being brought forth. So Nehemiah, and I guess I got to close. We keep going, but I don't want to wear you out. I think I keep going. I'm not even looking at 
There is no clock to look at. Huh. And again, but there's a vein, there was a vein of the Spirit from kickoff, from the beginning, the celebration, power celebration. I'm thankful that I get to celebrate. Thankful for that celebration. But I, I knew there was a day when I wasn't celebrating. There was a day when I was laying on the bed and wondering, is this all there is? Is this all that life is about? It's just this rat race, thinking I'm getting some pleasure that is for a season, but left with discouragement and doubt and, and all kinds of shame and guilt. This can't be life. This can't be what life is all about. You know how many, there's, I mean, I was that guy, and you were that person, amen. I'm sure, I'm sure you came to a point where God had to arrest your attention, whether you were filled with, whether you lived for God in the church and you were born and raised in that. Thank God you don't need to go anywhere. You don't need to experience anything, but you need to, to have a revelation and a uh, uh, transformation in, in the house of God. You need, all, all of us need to come to a place that we decide for ourselves, this is the way. This is the truth, amen. Jesus is the life. So Nehemiah took all that information, and what does it say? It says that it, he, he I remember, I don't, I'm cutting out the verses, but it says that he, he, it just bothered him. He couldn't sleep. He fasted. He, it just bothered him. He kept him unsettled. And so he went to the king, and he said, and the king said, what's wrong, Nehemiah? Something's going on with your face. Something, you're, why are you all sad? What, what's happening? And Nehemiah shared the story of his, of, his, of his nation. Amen. He shared the story of those people that he cared for. Amen. He began to care. He began to have a burden. Amen. He began to be affected by the crisis that was taking place. Amen. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I, can, I can rattle off. I can rattle off a bunch of things because I, I know I pay attention to some things. On, on YouTube way too much. I, I can talk about all the deception. I'm, 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 I'm getting pretty much versed in it, and God help me to not fill my brain with it. But the larger problem is not the rights and the violation of the Constitution or the Bill of Rights or, or this or that. Those are violations. But there's a greater violation that's taking place. There's a violation to the soul of man. There's a violation to the sanctity of the word of God. There's a violation to truth and the word of God. And so Nehemiah was disturbed. Nehemiah was troubled. And Nehemiah found favor. Nehemiah was able to gather uh, letters from the king to go and to explore what was taking place in Jerusalem. And it says in verse 9, Nehemiah 2 and 9, our musicians can come. If that's what we want to do, we just need to have a time of prayer. So we, we, I, the Spirit of the Lord is here. Hallelujah. The Spirit of the Lord is here. Oh, in the name of Jesus. I, I pray your sense. I, I, wanna, I, wanna, I believe there's a flow of the Spirit speaking to my heart about the condition of this world, the soul, the condition of the soul of mankind. And it says in Nehemiah 2 and 9, Then I came to the governors behind, beyond the river and gave the, them king's letters. Now the king had sent captains of the army and horsemen with me. Nehemiah was going with authority. 
with the king's authority to go and to restore. Hallelujah. You and I are not going, I'm not going in my own authority. Don't ever do that. But God is giving us authority. God is giving us jurisdiction. And we need to walk in that jurisdiction. We need to walk in that voice. We need to declare. And however you do that, and we're all different. I don't, I don't think I need to go down that. Whatever that is that you express and, and, and express yourself and, and show yourself kind, those, those, those works, letting the Holy Ghost give you the words to speak. Jesus said, don't worry about what you're going to say. But the Holy Ghost said that very hour is going to give you what you need to say. I don't have the answers of what's happening in this crisis of this world. There are amazing situations that are taking place, things that will, obviously you know what's in the news and, and what, you, what, what, what may come. The condition and the depravity of the soul, the broken homes, the broken relationships, there's just no extent of how bad it, can, it is. But I know Jesus has every answer. Jesus has, you need an answer, someone needs an answer. God has your answer. God has the solution, amen. Jesus has the solution. So Nehemiah went, getting to say all that to get to here. Verse 10, Nehemiah 2 and 10. When Sanballat and the Hornite and Tobiah the, the servant, the Ammonite, heard it, they heard that Nehemiah was coming. It says, it grieved them exceedingly that there was come a man to seek the welfare of the children of Israel. One man, Pastor already mentioned that, one man. We're, not, we're, we're, we're more than one man. One man who cared, who was walking in the direction of the crisis with a message of restoration and protection and deliverance. Cause the adversary to be in great distress. Church, do you know who you are in Christ? Do you know the power and the authority that you carry by the power of the Holy Ghost? Hallelujah. You need to have a revelation of who you are in Christ, who he is in you. Let's all stand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God has always left a witness for mankind. He, Noah, Noah found grace in the sight of God. Noah, who was a preacher of righteousness. Noah, hallelujah. Eight souls, eight souls were saved. That was not the will of God. But that ended up being the will of God because no one was willing to hear and obey the voice, this preacher of righteousness. Hallelujah. Some will say on that day, Lord, Lord, hallelujah, no one needs to go to hell. Hallelujah. But he said, Jesus said, but they that do the will of the Father. What is the will of the Father? Oh, the will of the Father is to love him with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. That is the will of the Father. Hallelujah. Halaboshata. Crisis demands a witness. Huh. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. 
I want to be stirred by the Holy Ghost. I want to be stirred by the Spirit of God. It says that the church that God added to the church daily such as should be saved. That means that every day is an opportunity for God to add to the church. It says that Paul planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. Amen. Hallelujah, that we are, verse 2 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 3 and 9, for we are laborers together with God. Hallelujah. He's asking us, he's inviting us to yoke with him so that his work, amen, that his burden, hallelujah, that it's not you doing it, you're not working for God, you're not living for God, hallelujah, but you are working with God, amen. He is working, in fact, through you. Paul said, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Paul was saying, I'm dead to myself. But I'm living. But it's not me living, but it's Christ living through me. So what I'm looking at and who I'm looking at, I need to look at it through the eyes of Jesus. That soul, that individual, that, that place, that town, that city, those areas, hallelujah, that God has allowed me to walk in, amen. I'm not working. I, I, I have an employer. You have an employer, but I'm not working for that employer. <laughs> I'm there. You're there. I want to believe by the will of God because there's someone that's lost, someone that needs to hear the voice of the Spirit. Someone needs to hear the testimony of that martyr that's willing to die for this truth, die for this gospel. Hallelujah. Oh, in the name of Jesus, we've been given evidence. There is evidence. There's testimonies, this local body and Oneida and Syracuse and Auburn and Geneva, there's evidence. The children of Israel, they, they went to explore the promised land and they brought back evidence that there was fruit in the land. But they squandered the evidence because they were afraid of the battle. They let the evidence die on the vine because they were afraid to fight the battle. Let's stop being afraid to fight the battle because there's evidence, there's fruit on the vine that is ready, that is white already to harvest. They're there waiting for you to declare the Word of God. They're waiting for you to show them the love of God that they are craving for. Hallelujah. It Rahab? <laughs> Rahab in, in Judge, uh, Joshua, I think it's chapter 2, where she says to those two spies, we heard about you. We heard about you from the day that, that, that God wiped out those Egyptians. We've been waiting for you. We've been waiting for you. What took you so long? We were afraid to fight. <laughs> They're waiting, Rahab, one wicked woman, the harlot that God was ready to save 40 years before. Thank God for another opportunity. God, thank you for another opportunity. Hallelujah. 
Father, forgive me for missed opportunities. Father, forgive me for unwilling to speak in my own fears, dictating my actions. Father, wash us today. Father, renew in us passion and purpose. Father, renew in us a vision. Hallelujah. Give us a revelation of the lost. Give us a revelation of the love of God. God, give us a revelation of your love for the lost. Lord, wash us. Forgive us for those missed opportunities that I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for those moments that I ignored the urging of the Spirit and just moved on with my day. Father, forgive me for missed opportunities. Swing them around again. Lord, give us another opportunity again. Oh, let's seek the Lord.